Hello and welcome to the first episode of Two Blondes, One Pod. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Haley. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, Haley and I wanted to launch this podcast a lot sooner than it ended up being launched. We're only like 20 days late. It's fine. Yeah, I think we're more than 20 days mm-hmm. late. Yeah, we wanted to launch like beginning of January. Yeah. Uh, but the month just turned out to be kind of crazy and got away from us. So anyway, we're here now and we're happy to be here. Uh, But ever since we announced that we were going to launch a podcast, I've had a lot of people ask me two questions. They've been asking me why we wanted to launch a podcast and most people have asked what the podcast will be about. Oh yes, all the people have asked me, what is your podcast going to be about? Yeah, have you gotten that question? (laughs) Oh, so much. And I just like I don't quite know how to answer it when they ask me on the spot, but I feel like every time we get together, I'm like, okay, this is like our why. I know. I get that question everywhere I go. Well, I think to say why we wanted to launch a podcast, uh, well, Haley and I, we always joke that we both have to have our fingers in what is it like multiple pots or yes, what like do you have say? Your, all your fingers in many pots. Yeah. I'm always like looking for my next hobby. Yeah, same. Yeah. (laughs) So, and I'm a big podcast consumer too. So, I don't know. We just kind of thought that like it might be like a fun creative outlet for us. Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know, the way that we vibe with each other, our humor, what we're passionate about, we just have a lot of the same vision and a lot of the same interests. And so it kind of just made sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then every time someone asks me what the podcast is going to be about, I honestly have no idea what to say because I feel like, like I said, this is just kind of like a fun creative outlet for us. And so it's kind of just whatever we want it to be. I don't feel like anyone's going to really learn anything from me. (laughs) Well, it's just, we don't want that. Like, I don't know. We just don't want it to be that niche. Like, We want it to be something that like, hey, this is something that interested me. What do you think about doing an episode about it? You know, or if there's a week that we just want to do something fun, like with Valentine's Day coming up, we have some fun ideas for Valentine's Day. You know, like it doesn't always have to be so deep, but also I feel like you and I are very deep people. So I could imagine there's going to be some episodes that are very vulnerable. I I think it's fun to have the variety. Yeah, I think it's just like kind of whatever we're feeling. So if we want to do an episode on motherhood or we want to do pop culture or we want to like play a game or just whatever it is, we're kind of just going to do our own thing. And hopefully, you know, we do resonate with some people sometimes or, you know, even if we're just like keeping you company while you're doing your chores or running your errands and we're your background noise. We would love that. We would love to be your background noise. Yeah. We just appreciate anyone that's here to listen. So thank you so much for being here. Well, why don't you tell everyone about you, Chelsea? Okay. Give us us a little intro. Yeah. Thanks. So yeah, a little bit about me. I'm Chelsea. I don't even know if we said that at the beginning. Yeah, you did. Our names. Oh, we did? You did. Okay, great. Yep. Yep. So I'm Chelsea. Um, I was born in Utah in a little well not so little town anymore lehigh lehigh is kind of blown up but yeah it's not country town anymore (laughs) yep i was raised in lehigh um and i've been married to my husband david for about eight and a half years now um and we have been well he has been in the military for that long as well 
I worked as a licensed master esthetician for about five years until I had my babies, uh, which are Rowan and Ivy, and they are three and one. And now I'm I'm just a stay-at-home mom. The cutest girl mom ever. Mom, thank you. Yeah, your kids are seriously adorable. Mm -hmm. I love them. Thank you. And I'm Haley. And I was raised in Las Vegas, and I've lived in Utah for almost 10 years. Actually, this next month, it'll be 10 years. So I feel like I'm a native to here. I know. I just feel like this has been the most important 10 years of my life. So it just kind of feels like I'm from here now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we live in Utah County. Um, I'm married and my husband's name is Vince. He was also actually raised in Lehigh as well, which we will, I'm sure, talk about how you guys <laughs> met and everything as well. But um, I have two little kids. They are almost four and almost two. Vivi is my daughter. She's three. And then Kale is my son and he is one. And they are my pride and joy and also what makes me lose hair. So mm-hmm. that's fun. As all children do. <laughs> and I recently became a full-time stay-at-home mom. And just shout out to all the full-time stay-at-home moms because holy hell, it is hard. And I have done hair for a really long time, almost 10 years as well. Um, but I just kind of always have my fingers in a bunch of different pots so this podcast is very on brand for me and I'm so excited it's, <laughs> I know. it's gonna be great <laughs> so random right but so on brand yeah like when I told Vince that like we are we're going ahead with this podcast like we're actually doing it he's like okay yeah of course you are <laughs> like, yep, of course you're starting out. a podcast <laughs> yep sounds good <laughs> sounds about right okay but yeah was that all you had to say about that yourself? That is all I had to say about myself. Cute. Why don't we talk about what this episode's going to be on? Okay. So, well, for our first episode, like I said, we planned to launch beginning of January. So we initially had wanted our first episode to be, it was pop culture and trend predictions for 2024. But as time has gone on, we feel that it's a little like too late in the year now to talk about that. Yeah, kind of. The time has passed. Yeah. So that would have been like a really fun episode. But we think, you know, it's better to talk about something else now. And if you did submit um, a submission for pop culture or like fashion trend predictions, Thank you so much, Um, but we will not be doing that episode right now, but we are maybe going to use those in another episode. Yeah, we've kind of thought of an idea coming up that we might use them for, but regardless whether we use them or not, we just felt so grateful that people actually submitted responses. I was expecting like one response. Seriously, I was going to be happy for one response. And when I got so many, I just felt super grateful. So thank you all. Yeah. Thank you if you submitted. (laughs) It's a lot to us for your support. Uh, But instead, we thought, uh, you know, we're, this is our first episode. We're kind of getting, you're kind of getting to know us a little bit more. And we're talking about our friendship and how we met. And we thought it would be fun to talk about kind of like the importance of female friendships. So this is something that I've been reflecting on a lot lately, uh, especially since I became a mother and just thinking about how, you know, before you have children, your spouse is kind of, or your, your spouse or your partner is kind of 
like your best friend and everything revolves around them. And you do have friends, but I feel like your spouse, at least in my case, is like just the biggest person in your life. And then after you have children, your spouse obviously is still like such a big support to you and like such a good friend to you. But at least in my circumstance, I have really sought out like certain support that I feel I can only get from other females who have children and who understand like what I've been through and my feelings. Because motherhood changes you to your core. Like you kind of are rewired. And I think that's a good thing because obviously becoming a mom is such a big change and your children need that from you, but it can feel so lonely. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. And I mean, there, of course there are certain things that like only David can understand too in my life. Yeah. But I've just really, there's just like something about female friendship that I have really cherished since I've become a mother. And anyway, so we just kind of wanted to get into that topic a little bit. Um, I think Haley and I should tell the story about like how we met. Should we tell our love story? Yeah, we should tell our love story. I love that. It's like one of my favorite stories ever. (laughs) It's a good one. It's a good one. So let's take it back to, we don't even know the year. I think it was like six or seven years ago. (laughs) Yes. I think I want to say 2018. Oh, what an iconic year for me. 2018. Okay. I don't think it was that iconic for me, but (laughs) I met you, so (laughs) it was good. Yeah, no, I think I want to say 2018. David started ROTC at UVU. Which is like a military officer training program that you do alongside your bachelor's degree. Right. I'm so sorry. I forget people don't know all the military acronyms. Yeah. The military lingo is intense. So yes. So yes, David started ROTC at UVU and he, you know, as one does, started to make friends in that program. Well, he came home one day and he said, yeah, I have this friend, um, Vince Miller. And I was like, (laughs) Vince Miller. I was like, wait, I grew up with Vince Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Haley's husband. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I went to, I didn't go to elementary school with Vince, but I went to junior high and high school. Which is just still so wild to me, but you saw Vince at his like tiny he okay if you know my husband he is like built like Hercules like seriously (laughs) he is and I'll just brag on him but he was not always this way like he had Bieber hair he was (laughs) kind of scrawny like it's just so crazy to me that like I didn't know him that way but you did yeah I mean I I didn't know no Vince like super well it's not like we were great friends or anything didn't run in really the same circles yes but I knew of Vince did you guys have classes together I don't know probably not was Vince like popular I think he was popular all I remember is in high school him just like wearing his army uniform (laughs) and like everyone was like nerd Just kidding. <laughs> Not Chelsea roasting Vince. <laughs> I so do. Funny. I just remember him wearing a military uniform. 
to high school. And um, yeah, it's kind of fun to look back at my yearbooks now and just, you know, send over a picture events to the group chat. It's so funny. Roast him a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. Yeah. But no, yeah. So once David came home and was like, oh, I have this friend, Vince Miller. I was like, wait, I'm like, really? I'm like, you're going to be friends with Vince Miller? (laughs) Lame. No, I'm just kidding. It was good. But um, they took to each other very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Very fast friends. Yeah. Um, But we didn't meet until a bit after that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was a little while after. It was um, wintertime when I hosted um, this event, and it was for the spouses, mostly wives and girlfriends um, in the ROTC program. I just, like, wanted us to all be able to have someone to relate to. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to start family readiness group, which is a big thing in the military, but they don't really have it in ROTC programs. So I was like, why don't I just start one and get to know some of these other women? Yeah. Yep. So I got an invite to FRG for Thanks the ROTC. To Vince. <laughs> Thanks to Vince. Yeah. Cause he submitted your name. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, thanks Vince. Yeah. I had a little spreadsheet. It was like Chelsea too. Oh yeah. I got an invite. Thanks to Vince to the FRG group meeting. Yeah. And so anyway, I walked in and there were lots of women there who I did not know, uh, which was kind of intimidating for me. A little out of your comfort zone, maybe a little out of my comfort zone, but you know, I was there, I was there to do it and to make friends. And I remember seeing you like walk in and then I think I just gathered everyone in a circle and I was like, let's introduce ourselves. Okay. I remember this actually because we were playing like the toilet paper game. Oh yeah. Which is where everyone, I don't even know like how to explain it. Is it timed or whatever, but you're unrolling like a wad of toilet paper. Yeah. And you, I think you tell like for every square of toilet paper, you tell like a fact about yourself yeah. or something. Why I can't I remember. I don't know. I don't terrible. know why you did that to me. I hated that game. <laughs> Ugh, it was so uncomfortable. But basically, Haley always says that she thinks that I hated her. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Chelsea, if you don't know her, sometimes she gives off. I mean, she truly has the best RBF. <laughs> Like truly. And so I just remember you like introduced yourself and I don't know if we like made eye contact or what. And I, I'm a very, like, I go off of energy and vibes and I just remember, and I think it was just self-induced. And I was sending out bad vibes. No, that you were sending out bad vibes. No, it was self-induced, but I think I was intimidated by you. And so in turn, I was like, oh, she don't like me. Like she does not like me. She does not want to be here. And really the vibes that you were giving off was, I am not super comfortable, like being in a giant group of women that I don't know. See, this is why it's important to talk through things because it's just a big misunderstanding. No, I did not hate Haley, but I am, my first impressions of Haley were, oh, this is the outgoing gal who yeah. hosts things like this and I am so not her but <laughs> could it be more different could except it? Chelsea actually throws the best parties so oh, that's thanks. funny yeah I try you know now that I'm a mom <laughs> I have parties to throw for I my know. children it's so much more fun when it's not for you though and when it's for your kids yeah it's stressful but it's fun yeah but yeah no I, I definitely did not hate Haley but um 
yeah, just just like kind of opposite personalities, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Oh, totally. I and mean, first you're impressions. Capricorn and I'm a Pisces and Actually, those two signs do vibe, but I do feel like at first, especially with female relationships, they're pretty different. And so, yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, I'm trying to like actually think of what happened after that, that because I feel like we didn't really hang out at all. No. Because I mean, later we began to hang out as uh, like double dates and like yes. couples, but I, I don't know like really what the turning point was. I just remember David had tons of classes with Vince. They had like an entire semester where they took like all the same classes yeah. because they had all the same credits to get through. And then I don't know, but eventually anyway, we all started like double dating and hanging out. Yeah. And then it kind of just became this thing where like we would have game nights together. Oh yeah. Yep. Lots of game nights before we had kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then even when it was just Vivi and she was little. Oh, well, you know what? We moved to, so we were living by UVU, which if you know, is an Orem. We moved to Saratoga in 2019 and you guys very shortly after also moved out here. Yeah, we moved out here in November, 2019. Yeah. Well, I mean, I should say I moved out here in November, 2019. Vince was out of military training and I moved us by myself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember. I yeah. forgot. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, you moved out here very shortly after. And I feel like that's when we began to like hang out a lot more because yeah. we were, we lived so close to each other. Uh, but yeah, lots of game nights. And then, and then it was motherhood. Honestly, I feel like it was the motherhood that really helped us to bond. Yeah, it was the motherhood of it all. Haley got pregnant and then I got pregnant like six months after you. And Haley, so Haley, like she said, has two kids and I have two kids and I always have my kids like six months after Haley. So I feel like we've just bonded over motherhood and yeah, I don't know. Basically like David and Vince are like, they're like boyfriends. Like they're each other's mistresses. So (laughs) Basically, <laughs> we're just, they just brought us together and we're just always together because of them. Yeah. But it's so nice to have them be best friends, but then also just like feel like I genuinely love you. Yeah. And, you know, find a friend in your husband's friend's spouses. And like a genuine one, not one that you have to like put up a front for. It's right. like, I just feel like, yeah, we were brought together by them, but what made us stick together is both of us, I feel like, value the same things in a friendship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I know. It's the friendship that we've formed. And like our friendship is so valuable to me because, and this is kind of what we're going to get into, is like how it's important to have different types of friends. But for me, like our friendship is so valuable to me because. I don't have anyone else in my life who I feel like genuinely understands what it's like to, you know, send your husband somewhere, not be able to have any contact with him. And you don't know for how long you don't know if he's going to come home in two weeks or four months. You don't know if he's slept in the last three days or eaten or eaten. Yeah. In the last, or if he's getting hypothermia or if he's getting hypothermia or if he's injured, you just, you know, you don't know. And I have a lot of people try to 
empathize with me um, and kind of compare their situations. You know, a lot of women, I know their husbands travel for work and they're gone for, you know, multiple times a month or whatever it is. And I appreciate people trying to like, you know, empathize. Yeah. Empathize with me, but it's just, sometimes it's just like not the same. Yeah. It just hits different. Yeah. And so it's just really nice to have someone that I feel like like you've gone through the exact same thing as me because yeah. David and Vince have gone through very, very similar military trainings, yeah. if not like all the same, the same military the same. trainings. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's just so nice to be like, oh, he's at this place. And I'm like, oh yeah, David was there last year and that sucks so bad and yeah. you know, vice versa. So anyway, our friendship is just like so valuable to me. And like we said, like David and Vince are so close. It's almost like they have like a brotherly relationship and like yeah. I almost feel like you and I kind of have like almost more of like a sister-in-law like relationship yeah the good kind though yeah like the good <laughs> kind the kind that like actually blossoms into a friendship and it's yeah. like a beautiful thing we just have like more of like a sister-in-law like type of relationship and you guys are more like family and also our kids fight like siblings oh so, yeah they totally do you know yeah I feel like that's kind of I don't know how I view our relationship, but well, no. And I, I feel the same way. And like, it's so nice to just like when Vince was just gone recently, like I literally audio messaged you just sobbing and I knew that I could, and I knew that you would understand and that it wouldn't be taken as too dramatic or like I'm going crazy or something like you just got it. And I don't know, it's just not something you find very often. Yeah. And I, I think just with friends in general, like there's something to be said about finding people that fulfill you in different ways and in ways that maybe other relationships in your life don't fulfill you. Yeah, totally. I I feel like my whole life I was so set on having to have like one best friend. Oh, yeah. And I can pinpoint who my one best friend was through like every year of my life because it would change. And, you know, and I would have like a friend group, but I would be like, oh, this person is my best friend in first grade. And this is my best friend in eighth grade. And this was my best friend when I was a senior. And you know what I mean? Yeah. But now I feel like as I've, you know, after I become a mother and I just, I don't know. I have just like such a wide variety of friends and I still have, like, I feel lucky enough to say that I still have like all the same friends basically that I had growing up and in high school who were my best friends and they still are like my best friends. But if I had different, right. I can't, I guess what I'm trying to say is I cannot say I have just like one best friend at this point. And I feel really grateful to be able to say that how it is, is it's just basically like, I feel like I have multiple best friends and they all offer me something different. Yeah. And that's what I need. Yeah. I feel like we all need that. I think it's so, so important. It's really interesting you were talking about that though, because I feel like I've always yearned for the one best friend too. And it's because I've never had it. Oh, really? Like even to this day, like I can't look back and be like, this person was my one best friend until like my mid twenties. That is so crazy. Well, I feel like that's like, so our personality Yeah, that's true. types though, because like you are so social. Well, I was just way into boys. 
Oh, Honestly, you were that girl. I was that girl. <laughs> and guys, girls don't like that girl. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but they just don't. Like I was so boy crazy and I just feel like I didn't really put a lot of effort into my female friendships, definitely not in high school. And it really wasn't until I one day was like, this is important. Like there is a need for this and I feel really lonely and I need to branch out and find vulnerable, genuine friendships. And it's literally changed my life. Yeah. It's so crazy to hear you say that because I feel like you are the most social person and you put so much effort into your friendships and you have so many of them. So for me to think of you not having friends just doesn't seem real. Yeah. High school Haley was a very different Haley. And so, and like any, I don't know if anyone is listening to this who I went to high school with, but it's, it's actually like jaw dropping. I think if a lot of my friends (laughs) now read how I was like a book of how I was then it was, it's, it's just such a different person. And a lot of that had to do with like mental health, I think looking back on it, but Mm -hmm. I also just think my priorities were just so different and I'm grateful for the growth because female friendships have literally carried me through the hardest parts of my life thus far. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because with your personality type, I can see you in high school, like having so many friends and you're just like, oh, like I don't really, you know, I don't need one best friend. Like I have so many, No. but with me, <laughs> I am so, I'm like such a clinger. Well, you love like I'm the like, security of, yes. yeah, you need the comfort blanket. Yes. I need my comfort blanket, yeah. which is always a person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I will like cling on to someone if I decide that I love them. That's one of my favorite never getting away. <laughs> I love that about you though. That's, and that's, it's funny because that's like one of the things I value the most. I want to hear what you value the most. What I value the most in friendships. Yeah. Okay. So I think for me, well, this is going to sound just like what everyone says, but loyalty and trust Yes. Is very big for me, just all around in everything in life. I need to feel safe. I need to feel secure. I need to feel like I can trust you. Yeah. So that's a big one for me. Um, This is kind of like a new development for me. Okay. But when I'm meeting like new women in my life, I'm kind of like, checking them out to see if they're like good role models for my daughters. Ooh, I love that. Wait, that's actually so good. Yeah. I mean, not that like my kids need to determine who I'm friends with, but if people are going to be around my kids, I don't know. I, I vividly remember being a little girl and my mom didn't have like too many best friends, but she had like two or three and I still remember the way they treated me. I remember the way they treated their kids. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm like, yeah. I, because I'm not the only woman that's going to shape my daughters. I want like so many, like a big variety of women around them. Yeah. But I want to make sure that they're all like, you know. That it's a healthy relationship yes. that's being on display for them. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of like a new development for me is I want to make sure that like, I don't know, they're just, 
good with my kids and I think they're like a good person for my kids to be looking at and watching. I love that, especially because I think when we are thinking about our kids, like our future kids, especially before we have kids, we kind of think like, okay, they're probably going to be like similar to me in this way or similar to my husband in this way. But then when you have kids, while that is true, you recognize that they are their own people. Mm -hmm. And so bringing other people around that are going to embody things for them that maybe you don't, but maybe that will click for them, I think is so cool. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And then also, I think I need a friend who is a very good listener. If you know me, I'm very good at word vomiting (laughs) and I like to vent. (laughs) So I need someone that's going to listen to me vent. And then I need someone that's really good at like giving advice. I tend to be kind of bad at making decisions, kind of unsure of myself, which is not like, you know, the best quality I'm working on it, but (laughs) it's good for me to have friends who can genuinely listen to me and then offer me, you know, good sound advice. Help you see maybe a different perspective. Yes. Especially that have your genuine interests, best interest at heart right? For your, for yourself, for your marriage, for your kids, because then you can trust what they're saying to you. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, I need that. Yeah, I love that. And then I need someone also who can be real with me. So if I'm being rude to the waiter <laughs> or... <laughs> Or, you know, with my RBF yeah. or if I have something in my teeth or yes. What is it with people not telling people when stuff is in their teeth? I'm guilty of it too. I know. Just I don't know. tell me. Yeah. But yeah. Or if like, I'm just being a brat and I don't realize I'm being a brat. Yeah. I need someone who can just be straight up front with me because yeah. I'm not going to get offended. I need someone to check me. Yeah. Yep. So I look for that in a friend. Uh, and then also someone who's not like easily offended. Yeah. By me. Because I can come off very exaggerated, very sarcastic. Yes, you are a sarcasm queen. I know. And I just think like, I don't know, at this point in my life, I'm just, I'm not about to walk around, like walk on eggshells yeah. around people anymore. Do you know what I mean? I'm no. like, if you're going to be my real true friend, then you're just going to have to like really truly learn me. Yeah, no, exactly. I think at least because I feel like I know you so well, your sarcasm to me is absolutely hilarious and it's just so endearing and it's just part of who you are and I love it. I don't have another friend that's like you. Oh. And I actually think it took <laughs> don't me. don't know if that's a good thing or it's a bad thing. a great thing. I think it actually took me a little while to learn that about you. Um, because especially I used to be a lot more sensitive of a person. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, I think it took me a little while to learn that about you. And I didn't really grow up around a lot of sarcasm, but once I realized that it was your way of humor, it's like one of my very favorite qualities about you. Oh, well, thank you. This is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not everyone perceives it that way, but well, I think the what's key is your sarcasm comes along with a lot of like goofiness and yeah. silliness too. And I, I, it's just, it's hilarious. I love it. I know. Well, yeah, I need someone that can just like learn me and accept me and not be offended because I would never, I would never try to offend anyone. Okay. 
Yeah, no, exactly. That actually, was that all you had? I have one more. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Can't shut up. No, (laughs) I have one more. I put someone who I can go without seeing for a while, but we can like pick up where we left off because I have multiple friends, especially I know I cannot stop talking about becoming a mother, but after I became a mother, you just don't get around to seeing your friends as much as you used to. Yeah. And so I will sometimes go, I have friendships where I will go like four months without seeing them. Or even like when you moved to St. George last year, it's like, we went like 10 months without seeing you basically. Right. Maybe like one time in between. Saddest day of my life. Saddest year of my life. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, I need a friendship where we can both mutually understand that we're adults, our lives are busy. Yeah. But then like we can come back together and pick up where we left off and totally it's happy and fine and everything's and effort good. looks different at different parts, points of your life and also in different friendships. Like you have to learn what your friend needs to feel nourished yeah. in that relationship. And it's going to look different. Like even a simple text for me is, is huge. Mm-hmm you know? Yeah. So anyway, that was the last one. Okay. Should I jump into mine then? Yes, please. Okay. So one thing that I look for to friend, and this is honestly probably the most important thing to me. And it's something that I feel like I've lacked in friendships in the past and I've realized how much it hurt me. And so that thing is just someone having my back no matter what. And I'm not saying like, I need someone to like, go to bat for me or like get in a fight for me or anything like that. But I need someone, if, if someone's tearing down my character or talking behind my back, like I need someone that's going to stand up for me, Mm -hmm. you know, and just also someone that supports me and doesn't compete with me. Like I just, yeah. yeah. Like I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like not to boast about myself because I have a lot of negative qualities of being a friend too. But I do feel like I am someone who sees other people's strengths and like tries to buoy them up over those strengths. And so I don't know. I just feel like in the past, I, whenever I've brought up like a certain goal or passion to a friend and they kind of go quiet or they just don't really say anything back. I just, and I know they're not supportive of it or they think it's dumb or maybe they're jealous or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That to me is like telltale sign. They, they don't support me. They don't have my back. They're not passionate about what I'm passionate about just because it makes me happy, you know? And mm-hmm. so that's, I feel like that's been a huge growing pain for me in friendships, but I need someone that's supportive and cheering me on. Well, totally because women have always been so competitive, since the dawn of time I know so always and so it is it's so important to have friends who genuinely like want to lift you up yeah yeah and like you said won't be jealous of you or yeah yeah so and how you said I liked how you when you (laughs) I liked when you said that um like someone who will what, how did you put it like go to bat for you yeah if someone's like speaking badly about you behind your back that's just like really ties in with how I'm like, I need to be able to totally trust someone. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, I think trust is huge. And I think a lot of times we think of trust in like your like partner relationship, like who mm-hmm. you choose to spend the rest of your life with. And obviously that's really important, but I think it's not as much talked about in friendships. And 
I don't know. I think women get kind of a bad reputation for like gossiping. And I think, you know, I think there's, there's reasons for that. I think women need to feel that sense of vulnerability with people and need to talk about deep things with each other. Maybe that's where we get that bad rep from. But I think when the conversation turns negative about someone, if I'm not there and it's turning negative about me, I totally expect my friends to stand up for me. Mm -hmm. And I just don't feel like it's that hard of an ask. Like there's ways to do it that I feel like are not so dramatic, Mm -hmm. you know, and that still like protect that friendship. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I feel like people need to be better about that. Like you said, because it comes off very dramatic or like, you know, you're getting into like a, like confrontation or something. Yes. Confrontation. I feel like it's all about the execution and the tone of how you display a hurt feeling or something like that, Mm -hmm. you know? And one thing you were talking about was, I can't remember exactly what you said, but it was going to tie into what I'm saying now. Maybe you'll be able to connect the dots, but I've always been labeled as too much. Like since I was little, I talked too much. Like all my teachers in school and rightfully so they had to put, they always had to move me away from my friends because I talked too much and I have a very distinct voice too. So that always sucked (laughs) because everyone talked to their friends, but my voice was the most heard. (laughs) Yours carried. Mine carried. So I always talked too much. I was always too much energy. I was always too emotional and I am kind of a lot. And did I I say you were too much? No, you didn't say I was too much, but something you said made me think of this. Okay. You were talking about your childhood. I can't remember though. Okay. But anyway, regardless, I just feel like I've always been too much and I still struggle with the insecurity of being too much, especially in female group situations. I overshare. I'm like that type of person where I'm just Mm -hmm. like open book, which I think is a great quality, but also sometimes I hurt, like it hurts me because of the way things are being what's the word received yeah Mm um but I don't know just recently I feel like I've really been able to decipher which friendships in my life don't make me feel like I'm too much and I think Mm -hmm. that's so important because I just I am who I am and I have so much room for growth but I've always been a little too much and that's okay totally and that's like what I was saying about like people getting offended by me or whatever and not you know, needing friendships oh, that I don't have totally to walk on. that's totally where I was tying in. Yeah, yeah, where I just, like, need to be myself at this point in my yeah. life. I don't need to, like, conform to anyone else or anything. Exactly. I just need friends who accept me for me at this time in my life. So. Well, exactly, because I think if they're not willing to do that, and, and like you said, it's not like you aren't willing to have a friend who's able to put you in your place a little bit. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's more so the fact of picking on someone's personality traits. Like Mm -hmm. that's just so junior high, high school and early twenties. And I'm like definitely leaving that behind. Mm -hmm. I have no tolerance for it anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And either should you. Nope. I don't anymore. (laughs) I just feel like you just know who your true friends are when you are at your highest of highs and they're still there to support you and cheer you on. Or when you're at your lowest of lows and they're there to pick you up and yeah, just when I moved away, the people that reached out to me, like that meant so much to me. 
like I lived a few hours away and like, I don't know, it was just very telling of like who really cared to stay connected with me. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. don't worry, Chelsea, we're one of those people. (laughs) Not you thinking that. (laughs) How many times did I reach out? (laughs) Me having a tally sheet, you know, just teasing. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I love it so much. So should we talk about what we value in each other yes was that the last one on your list that was the last one on my list okay so Healy and I asked each other what well like what kind of friend we think each other is and like what we value yeah about each other so gonna get sappy here for a minute but for me Haley is my friend that I can get all my frustrations out in motherhood and in my marriage Haley knows my husband well enough that I feel like <laughs> I can vent to her. I can stand up for him if he needs to be, but right. mostly I can just, you know, relate. I and know exactly, though, because you can tell me if I'm being the dumb one in the yeah. situation. Yeah. Most of the time you don't. <laughs> but, you know, I can, again, I can trust you to do that for me. Yeah. So you're a safe space for me. Also... You're very validating for me. I feel like anytime I vent to you, you're just like, yes, yes, exactly. Your feelings are validated. Mm-hmm. Like you're always just telling me and, and it feels so good always, but you always offer me really solid advice too. You're a very good advice giver. Thank you. Yeah. You're very good. You think thoughts that I don't think. And I like that about you. I, I agree. Like vice versa. Yes. Yeah. And then this is also something I've been talking about a lot, but I said that you are someone I can be my authentic self around. Yeah. And whether, you know, that's just like, I don't have to walk on eggshells around you, but also like, you're just like the person that I can have really deep conversations with and be like crying to you. So ugly crying. Yeah. Or like you and I are just getting like slap happy together at like two in the morning. Oh my gosh. Which is a lot recently with this podcast. (laughs) I know. Even though, you know, we have nothing put out. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Mostly because we just talk. I know we can't stop talking. Yes. Um, and then I put, oh, that you're generous and thoughtful. Oh. Which you are very. Thank you. And I put that you are likable and you can be friends with anyone. Oh. So tell your younger self. I know. That you are likable. And what an upgrade. Yes. And very friendly <laughs> because you are. Thank you. Thank you. That was so nice. Yeah. Um, now tell me about me. I know. Let me talk about you now. So <laughs> Chelsea is the kind of friend that shows up on your doorstep with crumble cookies. Oh. No lie. Like <laughs> I, this is a core memory for me because I was having the worst day. I'm pretty sure I was pregnant with Kale, my second. And you just, and Vince was gone at a military training, of, of course, as per usual. Always. And always. And Chelsea showed up and said that she was having a craving for crumble. I think you were pregnant too, actually. And you were like, you literally said this. You said, I was craving crumble and I thought my pregnant friend Haley might also be craving crumble. And so I brought you cookies. So here you go. And you handed me a box of crumbles and I literally cried when you left. I don't even remember. I love that that you don't remember that because that's like a core memory for me. And this is something that you said about me, which I loved because I'm like, yeah, same. I said that Chelsea will always validate me, but if I get too far ahead of myself, she won't let me spiral down too quickly. You can definitely snap me back to reality 
And for that, I'm so grateful because it's really easy for me to spiral. I'm a spiraler for sure, especially with like if I'm having any sort of anxiety or mental health problem and when Vince is gone, I can spiral. But I feel like you always offer me very sound advice and you're a very soft landing for me, but you can snap me back to reality. And I think it's kind of what you said, like we just think different thoughts. Yeah. Like about a month ago when I was frustrated with Vince over normal marriage frustrations, like you just were like, okay, but you're in love, you know? And (laughs) And I needed that in that moment to be like, yeah, you're right. You know, mm-hmm. I just feel like you always give me the advice that I need to hear. Sometimes I don't want to hear it because I'm so mad at whatever situation, but it's like, I need to hear it. And it's <laughs> so good for me. Um, and then I, <laughs> I said that no matter what I tell you, you just take it like there's nothing wrong with what I said and nothing I feel like I could say would shock you nothing. to where you would look at me different. <laughs> You know, I just know, like, I could literally say the most outlandish thing. And you're just the most accepting friend I've ever had. And mm-hmm. it's it's funny because maybe to the outside, you might come off, like, a little standoffish or something like that. But once people know you, you are the most loving and the most loyal. And it's just, yeah, it's the most valuable thing to me. So I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I love you. Not me crying. Oh my gosh. I was tearing up at what time is it? Almost 11 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we asked some other women to tell us what they valued in friendship. Uh, do you want to read one and I'll read one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The first submission said, female friendships have taught me everyone sees you in a different light and someone out there sees you a lot better than you see yourself and you should hang on to those friends. This is, yeah, this is very important because everyone is always their own biggest critic Mm -hmm. and everyone is so hard on themselves. It is so important to have people who see you differently and who lift you up. And have you ever heard, I don't even know like where this came from or who said it, but don't fact check us ever. Don't ever fact (laughs) check me. Okay. Um, that just like not, well, every single person sees you differently. Yeah. And so I think that's so important too in friendships because you'll have one friend who like, you're the funny friend too, but then Mm -hmm. like another friendship, like you're the caring friend. And so anyway, I just think like, that's so important. Yeah. To like have people see you in a different light than you see yourself and then have them tell you like how we just told each other that I was know. so special. You guys need to go do that with your friends. Like actually have like a genuine, like, what do I value in you? Because I just feel like that made me feel so good. Yeah. It always to me is like surprising when friends, maybe who I'm like getting to know better come to me with like their insecurities or things they're struggling with because you just really don't know the things that you think people are so confident about oftentimes are the things that they struggle with the most. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like I am such a social butterfly, but I have such bad social anxiety, like Mm -hmm. get ill from thinking about it (laughs) on the way home. And then, or on the way to an event and then on the way home thinking about every stupid thing I said at said event, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you'd never really know. Totally. That's number two. 
Okay, it says, female friendships have taught me that I have people around me that love me unconditionally who aren't part of my family, but also that I won't get along with all girls and that is okay. I think female friendships are important if they are genuine and good friends. I've had friends that don't have my best interests and have talked behind my back, but to have friends that really care about you and that you have in your corner for good and bad days is amazing. Along with girls nights and especially in motherhood, having people around that make you feel like a person rather than just a mom all the time. Oh my gosh. That last line hit me because (laughs) when you... Whether you're at home with your kids all day or you are a working mom who has the mental load of thinking about your children all day long and all the other things they need, appointments and shoes they need and whatever else, like regardless of how much physical time you spend with your children, you are always thinking about them, considering them. So to step out of that for a moment and realize that you are your own person and that you have things that people value aside from that, I think is so important. Yeah, it is very important. And even doing that with like your mom friends is important. But yes. I have friendships in my life where they don't have children. And so they'll be like my friends that I go out with, you know, without yeah. my kids. And those are really important. You're not to both me trying too. to get babysitters. Right. That's yeah. So nice. <laughs> I know. What a blessing. Seriously, though. Couldn't be me. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Vince last night was joking because he's like, you know, if I ever say I'm going to babysit my kids, you're like, you're not a babysitter. You're a dad. But then you'll text <laughs> your friends and be like, gotta go out while Vince is home because I have a free babysitter. And I'm like, it's so true. I know. My free babysitter who's watching the kids right now. Yeah, our babysitters. Yes. AKA dads. Yes. Okay, number three. I think I look for deep connection and also patience because although I crave deep connection, it is hard for me to trust and get close to people. Girlfriends have taught me that it's okay to be yourself because when you are and people accept you for you, then you have found your people. It's not worth it trying to be something you are not just to try and find friends. Everyone is different and that's what is so beautiful. People coming together to support each other when you never would have thought that's who your friends would be. I think female relationships are important. They help you feel not so isolated. Also nice to see that every mom goes through the same things. Getting advice and support from people who aren't required to love you like your family is. Yeah, this brings me back to like what I was saying at the beginning, how I've really sought out female friendships, like ever since I've become a mother, because I'm like craving for like the understanding that only like other mothers have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it is nice to see that, oh, I'm not the only one that went through this, or I'm not the only one who feels this way. Yeah. And it is so important to see that and have that because motherhood and even marriage like can be so isolating and even just like I don't want to get too like oh like I'm a mom oh I'm a wife like even just adulthood yeah can be totally so isolating well it's interesting because when you're a kid a lot of times you crave adult life and then you get here Mm -hmm. and you're like this is it like this is what I wanted and I think for a lot of people it's almost like a grieving process and you're still trying to figure out yourself so much and I think naturally we always fall back on motherhood because we are moms and it's such a big part of our life but I think this can relate to a lot of people who aren't moms too that just need to find that connection in whatever stage of life that you're in Mm -hmm. 
All right. And then the last one we have says female friendships continue to teach me about how powerful women are. I used to think so many parts of being a girl were unfair. And now I've learned that women literally run the world. I'm so inspired by other people's stories and backgrounds and watching them mother and nurture everyone around them while also bettering themselves. Truly nothing we can't do, especially when we cheer each other on. I love the support and healing when we connect to each other. Women share something that men will never truly get. Being a girl rocks. Yeah, and I don't think that's a stab at men at all. I think there's a lot of things that men only relate on with men. Um, But there's just some things with womanhood that I feel like once you get vulnerable and you realize, oh, you experienced this too, or we think the same thoughts. And especially if you're in a relationship and you're like, maybe not getting validated on those particular things to find a female connection like that. I just feel like it's invaluable. Yeah. It's very important. I love that last one. It's so girl power. I'm so girl power. Like (laughs) Vince tells me all the time, he's like, you've just become like a feminist. I'm like, well, I'd always like to think that I've like always been a feminist, but I think just recently, especially having a daughter, I'm like, oh, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do this or that. Like you can do whatever you want. I know. Have you seen that? Um, It's like a TikTok, like background noise, but it's like a, I saw specifically a TikTok and it's this girl and she's like, um, like re in how do you say it? Renovating? Yeah. Renovating. Oh, renovating. renovating. Like wow. her house? Yes. She's renovating okay, her renovating. house. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But she's doing it herself. Oh. And the background noise on TikTok is like, I thought to myself, how hard can it be? Boys do it. And she's like, and then I, it hit me. How hard can it be? Boys do it. And I she, love and, that. You know, and I have not seen that, but I need to see it so I can send it to Vince. <laughs> I know it's super funny, but it's so true. It's like, we can do anything. Yeah. So. I love it. Well, thank you so much for everyone who submitted those. I feel like I learned so much just from those few submissions, like just how much, I think just seeing what other people value makes me realize that I need to make sure with my own friends that I'm actually asking them, Mm -hmm. what do you need? What can I help you with? What would make you feel seen in our friendship? Because just like any other relationship, communication is key. Yeah. Yep. So text your friends tonight. Make sure you nurture those friendships. They're very important. They're so important. I feel like honestly the most important. Yeah. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of our very first episode. We did it. That was fun. Yay. We did it. <laughs> Yay us. We finally got here. Hopefully um, we'll be back next week. Yes. Hopefully. I think we will. Um, thank you so much to everyone who listened. If you've made it this far. Thank you. Yes. We love you. Um, but yeah, hopefully you will be hearing from us very soon. And thank you for listening for the 900th time. And we love you. Uh, Bye. Bye.